Cutting Through Tech. Episode 2. Key Questions to Ask When Considering Tech in Your Business. Welcome to Cutting Through Tech, the show all about technical strategy for women leaders today. I'm Maxime. I'm a technical coach to women entrepreneurs as well as a software engineer and a designer. You're tuned in to season one of the show, which is all about the foundations you would need to boost your business with technology. In today's episode, we'll be looking at how your 2020 strategy might be missing a key component, which follows on from the last episode where we looked at a common mistake that I often see entrepreneurs make, which is skipping parts of the process and going straight for development. So how do you start a proper development process? Really, it's all about why this is important for you and your business to do, right? So if you are thinking about making a, what I call technical asset, so that's not using technology for social media or so on. It is a tangible thing, something that you can use, interact with, read, see, or in any way, shape or form use, right? Now that could be an app, it could be a site, it could be a forum, it could be a blog, a companion app, for example, Peloton, which primarily they sell an exercise bike, but with that you get an app that has um, these workouts loaded on them that you can take live while you're on the bike. So really it's anything built on technology that your business then uses to generate revenue. So what becomes incredibly key is that technology needs to then be part of your business strategy because we all have ideas right we wake up and think why is there no app for this or you see uber raise millions and then think well if they can do it so can i or you're truly stricken by a problem and know that you are the person best suited to tackle it all of those are great ways to spark the energy required to get a process like this started however going into technical development without a plan is a little bit like starting a diet without a plan, right? You think you can do it on willpower alone and by 5pm you're eating a chocolate bar. And you're left wondering to yourself, where, where did it go wrong? Similarly, technology needs to be truly integrated in your business strategy for the upcoming year or quarter or whatever vision you've got appropriately. You would do this with any other project on your plate like marketing, lead generation, sales and more. Because one of the big downsides about tech projects is that they are incredibly expensive to run. Anyone that's tried or started knows uh, the quotes that you can get back for getting anything developed is truly high. For example, to create an app, you're easily looking at at least £300,000, if not more. So the flip side is, if it goes wrong, it can really go wrong and impact your business's cash flow quite significantly. Now, Any good strategy has a ROI associated with it, right? You want whatever you're putting energy, effort, time and money into to produce something of value to you and your business. So equally, if you tackle a tech project, it needs to have the appropriate funds and time allocated to it or else it cannot actually become real. So what budget do you have in mind and what timeline are you thinking of for this to be delivered? Secondly, As part of your strategy, it means that you can get your team on board because it's crucial that they are on the same page as you and also understand the purpose and vision of actually taking this project on. Who's responsible for what? Who are the key stakeholders? And how will this project play out going forward? 
Ultimately, your why, why you are choosing to create a particular technical asset is going to be the cornerstone of the project. That is what allows you to make the trade-offs. If you know exactly what you're willing to invest, what you're hoping to get out of it and the results you're looking for it to produce, then it becomes much easier to make trade-offs as the inevitable hiccups come up during the process. So really, there are a few questions here that you want to start asking yourself. And the first and most important one is, why am I doing this? This particular question has two aspects to it that are very key. Why am I doing this? Why is it that you, your business, your team is tackling this project? Not to mention, why are you doing this? This particular thing that you're trying to make. So fill that in with whatever you're considering. Now, what is it that you expect to get out of it? What do you hope to get out of it? What might be in your way? And what do you and your team need in order to pull this off? So these are some things to start thinking about, but what would this particular technical asset enable me to do? What would it enable my clients or customers to do? And how does that benefit the company and the company's mission? So I'm going to repeat it for you one more time. The key question is, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And why am I doing this? What do I expect to happen or come out of this? What am I hoping will come out of this? What would be in the way? What would my team need to pull this off? How does this enable me going forward? How does it enable my clients or customers? And how does it benefit the company and its mission? Now, those are some questions I recommend you think about before you start even considering how are you gonna build this Who's going to build this and what will it look like? What will it do? Because that will just get you into trouble. Skipping all of this stuff will cause more delays and hiccups further down the line. Now, you might be wondering, there's actually a very key aspect to all of this that you're missing, Maxime, which is the customer. (laughs) Am I not supposed to be incredibly focused on the end user, the customer, the client in order to figure out why I'm doing this? Which is absolutely true. But ultimately, it also starts with you. Why are you choosing to do this, right? You're investing time and money and resources into this. So at the end of the day, have some value and some meaning to you. Now, it may be a free app, right? It may be mission-driven. It doesn't have to always be centered around revenue. Although, arguably, if you're a business, the point of the business is to generate revenue or else it would be a non-profit. But... You want to know exactly why you are taking on this project just like any other project you would do. So let's look at two examples. One I already briefly touched upon, which is a membership site. So imagine that you are a service-based business. You might sell coaching, you might be in education, could be a range of different things. And you are looking to sell a subscription or a membership. Now, depending on your business strategy, you could say that your membership site is only available to a very small group of people that you sell to at a premium price point. So putting in loads of time and effort into that kind of site might not even be worth it. If that site is part of a bigger offering that encapsulates access to your services, other materials, handbooks, guidelines, videos, and so forth, 
Having someone to access all of that is helpful, but it may not have to be the most flashy or up-to-date site. However, if it's a membership site that sells itself, for example, at a lower price point, that means many people can sign up, pay a small fee per month or per year to have access. They're kind of on their own. They need to navigate the site, find the right content, figure out how to um, effectively absorb what you have put there for them. That requires a lot more thought, design and skill to set up. Not to mention it's the kind of service that needs to be online and available ideally 100% of the time. So things like server uptime become important too. Depending on what you're looking to do in your business, you would effectively contract out two very different briefs for a membership site. Now, the other option is, for example, you could say, okay, I'm going to create an app. Now, as we said, apps are quite pricey to build. However, if you have an existing audience of, say, a million viewers on YouTube, you are a foodie, you record and share recipe videos, and you're looking to create an app that gives people access to recipes, you might say that I've got a target audience of about a million subscribers. From that, a certain percentage would probably be interested in the app and look to download it. And from that, a certain percentage would convert into subscription, right? the industry average being around 2%. Say that a subscription costs about a dollar a month, right? 99 cents a month. And you've got 2% of your target audience converting. That would generate a certain healthy amount per month, per year, and so forth. So you can then say, okay, it makes sense to invest this much into an app because in the long run, it can generate a good profit for the business. So these are ways to start thinking about why you would do a certain project. Now, Note that in both examples, these are things that fit within your company already because you've decided to start a business because you've got a particular mission or you're looking to solve a particular problem for a customer. So it's not that you're creating a technical asset just for the sake of it. It's still very much tied to the core of your business, which is the customer or the client or the viewer or the subscriber or the listener. But it also still needs to make sense in the strategy of your company as a whole. Now, this is a bit different to, for example, a, a company that might be just starting up with a tech product at the heart of it, looking to raise VC investment. So if you think, okay, I see a particular problem that can be solved solely through a technical product and I need to build that, and that's of course an investment, I'm looking to pitch this to investors to see if I can raise enough funds to get this off the ground. The purpose of this is to raise investment, right? So what exactly does it need to do? It doesn't have to be the entire app. If we take the famous example of Deliveroo, it doesn't already have to have all the bells and whistles on it. It may be enough that you want a particular proof of concept that you can bootstrap or contract out to create, not to mention tons of other assets that become valuable when presented to VCs such as connections with restaurants or a way of effectively hiring drivers to distribute the food. So there's different ways you can look at what exactly the purpose is of a piece of tech that you might create. So what I would really encourage you to do is to have a think about those questions that I raised earlier in the podcast and write those out into a doc. Make them part of your business plan or your overall strategy and figure out exactly what you're looking to get out of a project. Now, if you're really serious about making 2020 your best business year yet, and you're looking to get involved with technology, this is something that I do. I am a technical coach for women entrepreneurs, and I do exactly that. 
I work with business owners to get incredibly clear on the strategy and then pave an effective way forward on how to make it a reality. If you'd like to find out more, I'm currently offering a strategy session for my podcast listeners. So you can go to cuttingthroughtech.com slash episode two and get in touch. So I know today we've been talking a lot about the business and strategy and why you might want to do this. But don't worry, we're not letting the heart and soul of the business hanging, which is our customers. They are the center of attention and absolute focus on the next episode. So make sure you tune in for that. If you liked what you heard today, we would love it if you left a review because it really helps us out as a new podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you're having a lovely day and see you next time on the show. Bye.